All right. Welcome <laughs> to the People's Talk Show. Uh, trying something different. That's all. Just trying to shake things up on my end and uh, give it a second before I uh, go live and start ranting about articles and things of that nature. Just in case more people want to get notified and log in. So if you're still here, you're not too late. We really haven't began yet. And so hopefully I can, I got some sound right now. Let me know uh, by a uh, thumbs up in the chat if the sound is good or not at this current moment. Hopefully it's good. Let me check and make sure that it should be good. So I should be good. Yeah. So once again, when you tinker with stuff, last minute stuff happens. So forgive me. I'll try to edit it out if I can. But uh, just real quick, if you guys don't mind, hit that thumbs up and show me that we're good. I still see no sound. Hey, hey, um, I should be good. Let me try something different on my end here. So if I'm doing this correctly, I should have some sound. So let me know what you guys hear. I get, I see a thumbs up. Okay, cool. Welcome. And so as you guys can see here from this little uh, image here, world debt surges. Uh, that was pretty much the biggest thing that caught my attention because everything else is for the most part being downplayed or on pause until 2.30 p.m. tomorrow when Jerome Powell basically says that they'll take some time off from hiking due to whatever the Fed speak that he wants to use to try to cover up this uh, economic collapse. But anyway, all right, so let's keep moving right along, man. Welcome to the live stream. For those that are plugged in, hit that thumbs up button. Show your love for the channel, man. I appreciate any and all support that you guys bring. And more importantly, it's your presence that matters most. And of course, I want to hear from you guys directly when the phone lines open up. You see the number. If you've been around for a while, you know the number. So I appreciate you guys as always, man. Um, yeah. So let me just check in real quick via the chat. Acknowledge a couple people. If we got any first time viewers, let me know where you're watching from in the chat. And then feel free to uh, call in, man. That's what it's about. I want to make sure definitely make sure people have a chance to uh, call in and let their voice be heard. We got Natural Mama back in the building. How you doing? MW checking in. Ed, Rich, appreciate you. Uh, what else we got here? Will Smith checking in. Been a minute, Will. Fishbowl Media. I swear YouTube deletes my comments or doesn't allow them to post it live. Um, Fishbowl. Well, I haven't deleted your comments. So there is a filter that goes through comments. I have it on aggressive just because throughout the years, I've gotten a lot of extremely weird uh, comments and posts. And so other than that, you know, it's up to the algorithm to filter out. So I've never deleted nothing or removed anything. So, uh, forgive me, that's the case, but I assume if it's being blocked or being with withheld or uh, being withheld for review, then more than likely the comments might not necessarily be YouTube friendly. So keep that in mind as well. Um, uh, Robert Carson, how you doing? My friends says, Mike, do you think Detroit is a good investment? Uh, definitely, definitely. Um, and that's where it's different. It's, it's Detroit is it's evolved, man. It's evolved. I've watched it uh, literally change right before my eyes within the last 10 years. It's it's done a 180 and there's a lot of promise. And I'm still seeing more uh, development within an inner city, man. Just today, driving throughout uh, Grand Boulevard area. We're hearing Ford Hospital at one of the bigger hospitals here. They're just right out the large freeway. They're just, you know, prefabbing a lot of apartment buildings and stuff like that. So. Uh, there's opportunity here. There's opportunity here. And, and and the biggest opportunity might actually be within the heart of the city, which we might be a couple of years away from that. And so, yeah, there's opportunities always. All right. We got Ronald Jones from Boston checking in. All right. Appreciate you guys, man. Uh, what else we got? Roth says that uh, as the U.S. goes further and further to death, the interest rates keep rising. I don't get it. At 40 trillion debt, will the interest rates start coming down? 
Uh, Roth, at this current moment, man, like we are com- we are clearly in uncharted territory. Like the things we're witnessing from all the leading indicators showing that the economy should have already um, uh, faltered because we are officially in a recession. But then again, we're not when you move the goalpost. And so when it comes to the what the Fed is doing, literally, man, um, I, they're definitely behind the eight ball. And tomorrow, especially when they announce that they're going to pause, uh, it's too late because of the lagging effect. So literally, we the true damage that has been caused is still several months ahead of us because, mind you, we're still getting caught up from the shock of the interest rates jumping so far so fast a year ago. So it might not be till next year where we actually start seeing more repercussions of their actions on top of whatever else might come our way. So like... You know, some of the smartest people can give you their angle on things. But then again, no one knows because we've never witnessed a global event, the one we're witnessing now. And so that's just my two cents. OK. Um. All right. So let me jump into it, man. So uh, as always, man, I, I want to make sure let me just do some house cleaning real quick. Uh, For those who are plugged in, I also have to make sure I stay on top of my game. Uh, because I don't know who's new, who's not new. I just know, you know, I try to encourage people to look into or consider things that I am doing research on or are already participating in it myself. And of course, for Patriots is one of those. And so I want to make sure I continue to remind people those are opportunities there for people to take advantage of. So let me go over here to our to, uh, to four Patriots real quick and show them some love and give you an idea of what's going on here. Then we'll get into some articles and then we will uh, open up those phone lines. So let me open this up real quick. Heaven. I would definitely want to encourage you guys to go to fourpatriots.com and type in four slash RTD. They give you a lot of information as to what's happening in reference to the preparedness game, because preparedness clearly nowadays is a skill that everyone needs to fine tune. And they do a good job of helping people do that. And they also got a nice little blog. So I encourage you to check them out. But more importantly, you know, there's a lot of issues that I've always talked about. And one of them is food shortages. And so clearly we are witnessing a change in the landscape and the types of food we can get, as well as the quality of foods. And one of the things about being prepared is, Having emergency food on hand can help you avoid a lot of the issues that will come down the line. God forbid if something happens. But that's just one of the many areas that we've been talking about. So between like drought, inflation, all the other things, getting your food up is definitely something you guys want to do. And so I love the three-month survival kick they have here, as well as the one year, 72 hours, whatever you need. They got it. One of the benefits is you can create your own little stockpile, whatever type of food you want, whether it be breakfasts, lunches, dinners, you name it. And it has a nice little long shelf life as well. So you don't have to worry about it going bad. And out of all the things, it's one of the few things that's still made in America. So they have a lot of energy products, solar products. So definitely be worth taking, checking out. So I encourage you guys to do that. And so if you guys want to, I encourage you to save 10%. Just use the code RTD at checkout. And I appreciate them for being a blessing to the channel as well, being a partner of mine. So definitely check them out. Show them some love. All right, let's get into more. Let's get into more. So uh, right away, what caught my attention, of course, a lot of people are as for the most part as i mentioned when i started off a lot of things are on pause due to expectations for the fomc meeting tomorrow and i came across this interesting graphic here on twitter so i have maybe three or four different twitter um twitter posts that i saw that was worth bringing to your attention just because you know scanning the news today wasn't much news news you know domestically speaking so but as you guys can see here real quick uh, this is from liberty nation and it says here this is what the futures market is expecting in tomorrow's fomc decision so as of right now based upon the futures market because that it's amazing how you can you know for most part uh hedge 
against future expectations of what they're going to do as if that is not a conflict of interest, especially if you have inside information. But anyway, so it says as of right now, there's a 99% chance that there is no movement tomorrow. <laughs> and then there's a 1% chance that they hike another quarter. And so big gap right there. So basically it's already been priced in a quarter. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best, it's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line, it's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI, it's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Into the way these future markets work. So nothing new is going to come out. It's just be more so what Jerome Powell says about certain events happening in the economy. So I'll just sum that up for you real quick. Nothing biggie there. But what is big? Let me just jump into some more. So here. This is from earlier from uh, the Colby, the Colbesi letter, and it's very descriptive as to what happened yesterday when there was a sudden spike in the Treasury yield, in particular the 10 year. And it says here, I'll read through this real quick and um, just give you an idea as to what some of the uh, people that specialize in this subject matter is talking about. It says a 10 year note yield rises as high as 4.37%, the highest since 2007, rates continue to rise despite a Fed rate pause that is expected. Why? The U.S. is issuing record levels of treasury bonds to fund deficit spending. So there is an expectation of $1.9 trillion needed. It's coming soon. So imagine issuing debt into an economy that is already oversaturated with debt. Not going to be too good. It says here. There is so much there is so much supply that is driving bond prices lower and treasury yields higher. So prices are falling, causing even more distress on all the institutions that piled into those liabilities when interest rates were low. So now they're going to start losing. So the banking escalation is going to continue. And you see how the dominoes continue to just unfold. And we're not even in the worst part of this yet. It says here uh, between this quarter and the next one point nine trillion in U.S. Treasury bonds will be issued. We are paying for deficit spendings in many ways. Higher interest rates is one of them. So this is just um, a very complicated manner dealing with the debt market, which is the most important market there is, because that is a direct spinoff to our currencies. <laughs> so I thought this was interesting. And then uh, just piggyback on that. With Mr. Peter Schiff here. Uh, he's, of course, very knowledgeable of these events. He's been calling for this for quite some time. But it says here uh, his his interpretation of this situation says the yield on the 10 year Treasury is four point three six, the highest since November 27. Oil also rose above ninety two dollars today. These trends indicate that the inflation problem is getting worse. What happens if in a year there's a seven handle on 10 year Treasuries? And oil is $150. That's Bidenomics for you. That's the definition of Bidenomics, according to Mr. Schiff. So $150 barrel oil and a 7% interest rate. That would be a complete economy killer. But then again, they'll probably say the economy is doing fine. 
Biden would be out doing these press conferences saying that, oh, the economy is doing fine. Everything we've implemented, you know, it, it, it couldn't be any better. You know, our economy is booming right now. Everybody's striking. They're still going to get unemployment. No problem. Yeah, it's great. It's, the economy is booming. Oh, OK, sure. OK, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. OK, so here's a primary subject I wanted to uh, hit on just because this is what caught my attention. And then some people may say, OK, you know, this is not much of a big deal. But then it is because. Everything I've been talking about so far has to do with debt. Debt is the primary issue facing humanity, monetarily speaking. <laughs> and so the world is drowning in debt. And it's, what's interesting about this debt is a good chunk of this came about within the last year, or I'm sorry, within this year. So it says world debt surges to record 307 trillion, rises as share of GDP. So we're already domestically and internationally in above our head. So I was thinking about like, okay, so if they were even trying to lie and say, how can, how do you begin to pay off or pay down or, you know, alleviate this problem? I'm thinking like, well, you know, you can you know, inflate it away, which is what they're going to do. And if it, if, if the debt implodes on itself, that's going to be a massive defaults of all types, sovereign debt, sovereign, sovereign defaults, corporate defaults, household defaults, that's extremely deflationary. So the, the, the debt bomb would just suck in all of that fake liquidity causing problems. So it's either you, you know, it contracts as far as the debt imploding on itself or they expand it to create more. So basically, if they really wanted to touch this 307, the only way they can outright pay off this current 307 of a total of a variety of subjects is they would have to create a new 307 to take care of the old, which would then make $614 trillion. So these are the, these are the, um, the games they play with them, with the currency, but real quick, I'll just thumb through some things that I extracted from the article, uh, just to highlight, uh, the main issues here. I'll thumb through it real quick. It says a total debt reached a record 307 trillion rising by a substantial a hundred trillion over the past decade, it says United States, Japan, the United Kingdom and France were the primary contributors to this debt increase, it says the global debt to GDP ratio is on the rise again, going from three hundred and thirty four percent. Think about that, the debt to gross domestic product. So basically your liabilities versus your income, they're in the negative. Governments are in the negative three hundred and thirty six percent. Imagine if an individual could get that deep in debt. It wouldn't, it, it couldn't happen. But when you're a government that has abdicated the responsibility to a central bank for, to monitor your finances, it's possible. It says with a projected increase to 3.37 by the end of this year. So they're saying there's going to go up even a percent by the end of this year, mainly driven by government budget deficits. The sinking ship taking on more water says a sudden rise in inflation played a significant role in the decline of the debt ratio over the past two years, allowing many governments and corporations to diminish their local currency debt. So basically, they've inflated away the purchasing power of their currency, i.e. taking, you know, printing currency to pay off previous debts. <laughs> and it, it brings down some of those figures. But once again, think about the user of those currencies. They got shafted. So that, that's the debt game in a nutshell. But but affording in the share is going to go up according to them. So, yeah, very interesting times, to say the least. And so here's another one 
that I haven't talked about in some time. This is the whole Evergrande or the Chinese real estate crises underway. And as of today, another major developer within the Chinese borders has filed for bankruptcy here in the U.S., uh, defaulting on several thousand, ultimately, you know, several thousand creditors. And I'd imagine some hedge funds, pensions, and, you know, I just, you know, uh, your mom, mom and pop, you know, money market you know, managers and stuff like that might be on the hook for some of these losses. But uh, debt, debt, taking on too much debt. We were living in a zero interest rate environment for over a decade. And everybody took advantage of it. And now it's time to pay the piper and there's no one that can pay it. So what do you do? You default. If you're a company or if you're in a private sector, you either restructure it at a higher borrowing cost or you go to bankruptcy, which there's bankruptcy. I'm, you know, bankruptcy is going, going through the roof right now. Or, you, you know, you file for bankruptcy and just wipe it away and start again. But if you're on a consumer side, your average Joe and Jane, who's supposed those supposed to be your assets, you get stuck left out in the hook. All right, real quick here. Here's some some highlights here worth bringing to your attention. It says Sunic filed for a chapter 15 protection in the U.S. bankruptcy court for the Southern District of New York. It says Evergrande, another distressed Chinese developer, had previously made a chapter 15 filing in the U.S. due to massive losses. It says Sunic secured approval uh, from over 2,000 creditors to restructure $9.9 billion in debt and interest payments outside of China. So this is within the Western world. These are some losses that will be taken by investors that I mentioned are, you know, somebody else's liability assets. It says Sunic shares dropped 4.3% in Hong Kong after the U.S. bankruptcy filing due to financial difficulties. And then it says Sunic's total liabilities reach $137.6 billion as sales slumped by 50% in 2022. And it says here, the good thing is the country, Country Garden, China's largest home builder, remains at risk of default. So they're yet to get to this point. So, and then I also talked about how China's literally, they put up all types of backstops to make sure that they provide support as best as they can within their walls, just because they can't afford to let this get out of control within their own borders, because over here, we have, you know, 401ks, 403bs, retirements, pensions and all types of things, IRAs over there. They use real estate. So, yeah, it's not doing too good for them over there. OK, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. What else I got here? Uh, here is another interesting article here. Uh, when I talk more about shortages, you know, shortages in all forms. Um, here we have price controls worsen America's drug shortage. So there's been all types of shortages, part shortages, food shortages, da 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 vegetable. I mean, if you want it, you can go find an article about a shortage. But I thought this was interesting just because I, I wasn't familiar with the drug game. I thought it was always cheap to make drugs because drugs are profitable. But apparently uh, there's, an, there's a problem getting generic drugs. But real quick here, uh, drug shortages in the United States have reached nearly a record, reached nearly record levels with 309 active shortages in the second quarter of this year, the highest in nearly a decade. So 309 active drugs is experiencing a little bit of a shortage. Shortages have sharply risen over the past two years, causing significant challenges in the healthcare system. Nearly one third of 1,100 hospital ph pharmacists 
in the recent survey reported a rationing, delaying or canceling treatments due to drug shortages. It says cancer patients are among the hardest hit with over half of the pharmacists citing uh, critical impacts on the chemotherapy drug availability. So, yeah. So the core issue behind the drug shortages crisis is a lack of financial incentives to produce less profitable drugs, including generics. So if I can't get paid, why am I going to make it? Therefore, you're going to go without. Uh, that's not uh, that's the that's the business world, man. The pharmaceutical world. OK, on another note here, this and I, and I, and I open up. The, we can get into some talk topics here. Uh, I thought this was interesting just because I'm like, ah, you know, I, I've I've held off from becoming a, you know, I'm a certified users of, but now they're talking about making it a paid service, which definitely is not a good idea. And so my question is for my people who use Twitter, depending on what you use it for business, personal pleasure, whatever, uh, it says Elon Musk says X may go behind a paywall, uh, for everyone so he can combat vast armies of bots. So I was just like, okay, you know, it'd be a good way for him to make some bread. Cause he got big plans for this platform. So the question is, will he get your bread? And so will you pay for this service? Even though Twitter's not necessarily a necessity for life, but it is a good news source. So yeah, it, it's one of them things where I gotta I gotta weigh that option there. But curious to hear what you guys would do with that. And then lastly, something I haven't touched on much, but it's definitely getting a lot of attention. And so here is something uh I thought was interesting. Let me Bring this up here. You know, open the phone lines. This is this is about the the crisis at the border. I you know you type in um, uh, migrants in the search, you get all types of issues globally, especially the one in Italy, where there's a small island that has a population of six thousand locals, and it's been ransacked by six thousand African migrants, and it's just the videos look. I would be extremely pissed. If you know, yeah. Anyway, so here's just uh, some thoughts from from Joey Manorino, whoever this guy is. It says these are not Mexicans coming in. These are people flying from every country on Earth into Mexico to cross into our country. Soon we will have no country. And so when I saw this video, you see these guys walking in like he's like, oh, it's like, oh, Lord, thank you. I'm here. And my man's like this. That guy's not Mexican. He's not, you know, from the Central American region. Where this guy from? And I was thinking, like, man, I wouldn't be surprised the way our government is trying to cause all this chaos from within that they probably have. They flying in people from all over the world. They got, you know, Al Qaeda, the Taliban, uh, what you call it? They got Hamas. They got Boko Haram. They got you name anybody that's looking for opportunity and that'll work for and that'll terrorize for some paper. They probably flying them in. So. Right now, we've already had sleeper sales in our country, but I'd imagine we got some people in this country that just no moral principles, just don't no type of civility whatsoever. Just straight up killers just waiting to be unleashed, man. But then again, our government has a plan, unfortunately. And so that's all the news I have, man. Uh, that's all the news I have. What else we got going on here? So let's get into some phone lines, man. What we got? Uh, we got 20. We have been 25 minutes. Let's see what we got. So feel free, as always, throw out some topics, whatever you guys keep an eye on. Uh, let me know. As I always mentioned, there's more subjects than one person can actually stay in tune with. So I'm going to open the phone lines and we'll have a little back and forth. We'll see where it takes us. And if the phone lines are off the hook, we'll stay on the line. If the phone lines don't ring, we'll call it in for the night. No problem. 
Um, I feel like I contributed my little bit of two cents on what I was keeping an eye on today. And so highlight our rethinking a dollar as well. And if you haven't, make sure you guys hit that thumbs up button. Show your love for the channel. Any help is of use. Uh, TB says UN migration 2030. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's definitely part of one of the, uh, man, that's probably, that's definitely on, on their radar of many things. And also I was, um, watching another video and, uh, I forgot his name. I should have saved it. Uh, I did, I, I didn't save it, but he was talking about, and I've been trying to read up on this a little bit, but the 17 or 17 of the sustainable development goals, the SDGs within the framework for UN Agenda 2030. The SDGs, a little colorful rainbow that all the globalists wear, Bill Gates and all the you know people wear. The person was saying he was, you know, saying that 14 of the 17, the total, they all come with the requirements that everyone in order to fully participate in the sustainable development goals they've set everyone will have to be fully participated at all times in order to stay compliant with 14 of the 17 goals they have in mind heading into 2030 now you know that's the video i saw it was from a presentation my man was on stage he had some credible screenshots showing how he was able to put all that together and so I'm thinking like the greatest threat on top of, you know, the debt issues we're having and the currency issues and everything, else, everything like that. It's the two entities, the United Nations, which, of course, they were speaking today. I heard Biden, somebody quoted Biden, Biden saying that something about uh, if push come to shove, you know, he'll be willing to, to completely drain the strategic strategic petroleum reserves, I guess, to come to combat the type of uh, oil prices that uh, is projected for the future. And so I'm thinking like, I thought this will be filling it up. So if he's going to drain it, then what are we going to have? Yeah, it's part of his plan. But anyway, um, so yeah, the two greatest threats to humanity that no presidential candidate, not one, name one presidential candidate that will touch SDGs or the WEF. So the United Nations Agenda 2030, or the World Economic Forum Great Reset. Those two entities, they're working hand in hand to accomplish a goal. Not a single candidate, nobody, no matter what side of the aisle they're on, will talk about the issues the, the world faces if those two companies, those two institutions succeed in reaching their goals. No president. And so all the GOP debate, whenever there's a DNC, they don't really need one, but if there was one, they'll never talk about what really matters. Or the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation that's funding all the terrorists happening to uh, terrorist acts happening to humanity, you know, health wise. So these are things that I'm like, you know, like I, I just like watching a debate or watching, you know, some clips on RFK talking about his family. Like, dude, like, you know, it's happening in your past. You know more than you can ever say, but you'll never touch those two entities. You'll talk about CBDCs and you love Bitcoin. What, what difference does it make if 14 of the 17 SDG goals require people to be fully participated. And I'm assuming that also includes your digital ID and everything else, your social credit score, all that lumped in there. What good would any of that do if you can't go nowhere, you can't travel, you can't fly, you can't go nowhere because you ain't up to, up to cold. Come on now. Man, distractions and diversion tactics. That's what it is. Anyway, okay, let's go. What we got here? What we got? What we got? 
Uh, Johnny says cheap gas is five fifteen in Sacramento, California. <laughs> we got about three. Well, I saw some today. Three three sixty nine. Three sixty nine regular here in the D. Didn't need none, but I would have stopped and got some. Uh there are there are the bosses call the shots. We just follow, unfortunately. And it's like if any YouTuber, commentator, you name it, analyst, touch the true nature of those two companies, the UN and the WEF, and got in go went into went in depth about what they're trying to do to humanity, they gone quick. They're gonna get yanked. Just like my man, uh, what's his name? Homeboy who got his YouTube channel demonetized, gone quick. I mean, yeah, got him. Got him. Uh, what is that? 549 in Oakland. 549, man. Whew. That's, ooh, that just, that just sounds rich. Good thing, TB, you got that bread, though, so you good. Uh, it says WEF and UN, right? They say jump, we say how high. <laughs> I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I would love, like, and like, so, and I mentioned this last night, you know, everybody here has a unique way of connecting with their local community. Like just, you know, reach one, teach one. And I'm thinking like if everybody tapped into whatever their unique area of skilled gift is, was able to use their skills and gifts to bring light to such situations like the ones I'm talking about now, more people can find out about what's really going on behind the scenes. And it'd be hard for the mainstream conglomerates that control the media to really clamp down on misinformation disinformation if people are actually talking verbatim or sharing you know like and i i think the one of the greatest examples i'm talking about is oliver anthony you know him his you know that guitar you know singing like you know like it resonates with people you you spit some truth in there if he come out with a wef un agenda he go through them sdgs and great detail in a song it he'll probably he'll get canceled but the thought you see that you saying that this the thought that counts but you know what I'm saying? Like YouTube would definitely pull it. Like YouTube right now, I think if you go to Oliver Anthony's YouTube channel, we got two, three million, two, three million followers. It's all fine and good because he's he's straddling the fence. He's just talking about his own personal pain, but let him talk about the pain of humanity and give some names and give some dates and some times. His, cha- his kind of channel will get t- cut like that. Go get cut like that. Uh, TB, union strike in Michigan. Um, Yeah, so other than some layoffs, some some more layoffs, I think this upcoming Friday, they're still in negotiations to my knowledge. And so I think nothing has come about from these previous little meetings. And so they're going to go to the phase two, which is going to be just more people striking. So as of now, I'm not sure that I think it's only a fourth, one fourth of the total union workers that I, I think are striking. But I've dr- I drove past several um, car plants today and the car lots were banging like people were working. And so they, I know that. So another thing here is another thing that's real big here in Michigan is uh, the automotive suppliers. And so, we, you know, the industrial districts surrounding Detroit is huge. There's a lot of tier one, tier two automotive suppliers. And so I to my knowledge, they're still working. So it's not really as bad, I don't think, just yet because it's just starting. So I'd say next phase or two or three, we'll see how bad things are. But I mean, I, I ain't really seen much and I've drove driven by. I ain't seen nobody outside with picket fences and, you know, nothing like that. So I would say it's not as bad as mainstream media would like us to say it is. So uh, Lyle Bud, appreciate you, Mr. Mike. You're a brave man. Thank you. I uh, appreciate you, man. Uh, I'm just 
I'm just whatever comes to mind. I just try to say it, make it make sense to somebody. That's all. So I got a lot of thoughts and I just try to use this medium here to uh, share it. So appreciate you, man. Um, we got Lear Capital has been overcharging individuals for precious metal IRAs and reports. Are uh, they going into bankruptcy? Really? Okay, Mr. Nitty Gritty. Uh, let me, 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 let me. So let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. Um, that is interesting about that. Let me see if there's any information on that. Uh, so that I can verify that. But uh, let me see here. Uh, let me pull this up on the screen real quick. So of course it won't be on their wait on their website, but I'm not uh, I don't I'm not too well versed with Lear Capital. I'm trying to think who who runs Lear Capital. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised, man, that because all of these companies, in order to keep their doors open, they have to make a profit, and it's not much money to be made or currency to be made in selling metals. So other than the special like procedures and special uh, products they put together to help people get into IRAs and things like that, that's where the funds come from. So, you know, how much is too much when it's their own personal service? So the goal would be for whoever is looking into these particular companies, shop around and get the best bargain for your buck. But then again, if you usually get what you pay for. So if you go cheap, you're usually going to get some shady results. So it's like that give or take where, um, you know, if that is true, Mr. Nitty Gritty, then uh, more information will come out and it's going to expose other companies that are also in that same line of work. And so it's going to be a shakeout just like, you know, years ago or last summer, we had the crypto shakeout FTX, Celsius and all those other companies got exposed. And uh, yeah, that's what happened. And that's a good thing to expose them for their deeds. Uh, TB says, any calls want to be heard? 313-462-0027. Uh, yeah, the phone, uh, let me see. I ain't seen no activity, which is fine. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know what I'm saying? We got 160 people, 160 people plugged in, man. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for blessing me with your presence at least. And so the question is, the question is, what other subjects out there? So I gave four, five, or six. You know, what else out there? From your neck of the woods or from your line, your line of work, we got. I'm sure we got some accountants, lawyers, doctors, whoever out here. What are you seeing from where you're at? What are some things that concern you? Feel free to share that because it don't necessarily have to be newsworthy, but it has to be something important to you. That's what matters. Uh, Ronald says one of the biggest problems is that people don't believe that CBDCs is real and that they think that all their debt will be forgiven. Um, I jumped into a conversation. I think I don't know uh exactly um yeah but most people don't even not even familiar with the idea of a cbdc so they'll just have to wait and find out hello carlos where are we calling from hey dad how you been brother hey i'm doing good my friend what's up with you hanging what's... in there man um hey i want to talk about silver uh, premiums for a minute okay brother. um you know from the, you know, the peak, you know, they were getting, uh, Eagles were, you know, they were at $12, $15 a spot. Mm -hmm. And, uh, lately, lately I've seen them down as low as, uh, five, five ninety nine over spot for Eagles. And I've seen some hundred ounce bars that used to be, 
three fifty an ounce over spot, and mm-hmm. now they're down to like a dollar thirty, dollar fifty. Where, hey, where at? Where, 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 hold on. Hey, where you seeing that at? Where? In online or in your local area? Everywhere. Uh, J.M. Bullion, uh, my my local uh, coin dealer here, he's always right with the you know the uh, internet uh, okay. stores, you know the online stores. Okay. Yeah, yeah, check it out, man. Uh, they're about half of what they were. All right, so I'm going to pull up JM Bullion right now. I want to see these Silver Eagles that you're talking about, man. I, I knew it was going down, but I didn't know it was like that, if that's the case. Let me see here. Um, and so I, so I, so I, so I, so clearly over the last year plus, you know, whether it was a supply issue, I remember talking about the mint, you know, holding back some things. And I want to say uh, I was peeping uh, one of uh, Bix Weir's videos today, and he mentioned something about uh, the mint getting ready to stop the 2023 allocation of silver egos at this current moment, if that was the case, which then mean that, that there could be a some more demand heading into the holiday season. Therefore we, the premiums could go back up some. So I, I don't know, but you know, we'll find out, but I'm looking now. Go ahead. For at least two or three weeks. And you know, you can't go to the collectible ones. You got to go down to the, you know, just uncirculated yeah. our choice kind of thing, you know, the random years. Let me see here. Let me go random year. So twenty nine eighty four. So thirty three seventeen. So I mean, even even that. I mean, let me see. That's what that's ten dollars. So yeah, like I would obviously say you say five dollars. I'm like man, like huh? So they're ten dollars over. So yeah, looking at American Silver Eagle, American Silver Eagle right now on JM Bullion random years. Uh, it says for PayPal card is thirty three seventeen for one, and so that's you know basically ten dollars. Or just shy of $9.83 or something like that. Which, okay, yeah, well, that's, that's, it was a little lower than that last week. It was down, I think they, uh, my local dealer put out a, a flyer, you know, a sale five ninety nine over spot. And they're usually pretty close, but yeah. um, I didn't believe it. I, I had to check some, but, um, you know, 90% U.S. silver premium was way up there and, uh, the cheapest I can buy is hundred ounce bars. You know, they're usually uh, bars per ounce over. Yeah, but some of those were last week were dollar thirty over per ounce. Yeah, and so of course the, the 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 greater the weight, the cheaper the premium. So they, I mean, I guess I, I assume that they make up that extra and just selling you know higher volume of weight rather than just a little small you know ten twenty you know ounces type of thing. So. And so the incentive, of course, is to buy heavier if that's what you're trying to get into. So, um, but yeah, so I, I'd imagine, man, we'll find out. But once again, my motto is whatever, regardless of what the premium is, I still, you know, occasionally buy. So I, I don't really care about the premium because I think on the flip side of all this, if I hang in there long enough, I'll make that premium up plus some and hopefully never have to really get rid of it or or, or file a claim on my fiat currency <laughs> in the form of uh you know, my currency being completely the base where I need my need my metals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, it sounds like you're you backed off metals a little bit. I heard you talking about uh, insurance. You know, while, you know, using it instead of a just you know, it's like an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. You know, where but in the old days it seemed like you know you could never get enough, and you actually right, said right, that right. too. You could have too much insurance. It's- but it seems like you're kind of backing away and going to maybe in a little bit and you're talking about some mining companies and stuff. So yeah. you don't think it's smart to be all in metal? Uh, so so I've been you know preaching the get your weight up concept for quite some time now. And everybody who's tuned in 
and 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 a part of the community, they know the importance of that. And so beyond that, so I I, so I still do, right? So don't get me wrong, but I don't mention it that much because I I was thinking about the way I always kind of geared the channel towards talking about it as if I was preaching it, like preaching it as if it's like gospel, like it was gonna save your soul. And I, I just felt convicted to where I'm like, I need to dial back a little bit from just focusing on the monetary side because you know it can't do much for you it's, it's meant to be a tool to use not the focal point of our existence so that's why i've dialed back off telling people to get your way to get your way to go 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 and so i'm like okay so outside of of course you know, you know earning earning fiat i take my fiat i earn i buy some occasionally and i like to enjoy myself you know got a little trip coming up about to you know have some fun with me and the wifey but other than that i'm like okay what else can i get involved in and create opportunities so that I can get more of that and enjoy more of my time. So that's why I'm looking into more speculative things that could pay off or might not. That's why it's a gamble. So that's why I say I'm more, I'm doing more speculating these days. And of course, I think one of the biggest opportunities that I've been a part of for some time now is the digital asset space. So I think there's going to be some moves made in there. That's going to really have a chance to, you know, probably change some, some family trees in the short term. So, Oh, those are things I pay attention to, but I don't talk about it too much just because I don't want to go down rabbit holes and all that crap. So, but yeah, I'm still, I still, I still, I still get it. I still get my weight up, man. Okay, I got uh, one more question for you. Uh, you know, of all your wisdom and knowledge, and I've been listening to you for years now, uh, what I value the most is, is your spiritual side of you. And I know you took some time off. Uh, mm -hmm. What's God been speaking to you personally lately and uh, speaking to you? Uh, the direction for your life <sighs> literally literally uh the, so every year my pastor gives a word uh that you know according to the way you know i operate you know he's inspired by the lord uh and he gives a word for the congregation and so the the word that was given this year is that this is the year of refreshing and it encompasses you know being able to focus on new opportunities greater blessings and stronger and strengthening your relationship with God. So those three things there are what I literally have been just, you know, kind of trying to encourage myself in and also get out of, get out of the doom gloom mindset because talking about all this stuff too much and too long has put more of a weight on my shoulders that I can't carry. And so like literally tapping into the Holy spirit, like, I realized that, you know, I, you know, within me and within you as a believer, we have one of the one of, if not the greatest gift a man can have in this life, which is the presence of God in bodily form inside of us. And I need to tap into that more. So everything that I'm doing more so in the spiritual realm is just wanting to be led because I try to do too much on my own. It didn't work out the way I wanted to. <laughs> so I, I learned the hard way. <laughs> so I'm trying to be led by the spirit these days as best I can. It's hard to submit, man, because some things don't make sense, but then again, it's supposed to. I get out of balance, you know, with the doom and gloom too myself, but you know what the, uh, the Lord's kind of speaking to me, the, the same thing is you. And it's, it's more of a, uh, speaking positively <laughs> and with more hope and, you know, I don't like listen to a lot of these prophets, and you know, a lot of them are wrong. You should take them out and stone them. But you know, some of the stuff they say about God intervening for His children in these hard times. You know, I think that's scriptural. And you know, they threw Christians to the lions, and Christians get murdered, you know, all the time over in these third world countries and stuff. And mm -hmm. kind of been leaning that way that God's going to take care of His children, and that we need to speak more positive things and. 
it's it just uh, you know what comes out of your mouth. Yeah. You know, when they were in the desert, God, we're in the desert. You abandoned us. You know, he said, okay, that's what you think I am. Go ahead. <laughs> you know. So sometimes I think we got to be honest and we got to have some a like, common sense. Mm-hmm. Because I think you can lose hope in all that, and mm-hmm. and if you lose hope, you have nothing. Right. A hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. So yeah, I agree with you, man. And, and so like, you know, I went through the phase of, tr- of trying my best to be cognizant of mentioning and trying to just, you know, put the Lord in everything I do. And that's why I try to at least have something from him come out of my mouth, whether I quote scripture or just give him praise and glory while I'm live. To me, it, just, it, it, it builds my own spirit, man, up. And that's what I need, man. So you know, I, I, I need to do more of that. So uh, but yeah, just trying to play my part, yeah. man, the best I can. So. Appreciate you, man. And one more thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you know Rudy up there. Uh, you know Rudy, the Alaskan uh, prepper. Yeah. You know he got he got sick. You know he had some medical uh, medical issues, and his doctor said you're just feeding your, yourself constantly, constantly, constantly with this negativity. Mm-hmm. And he took a month off, mm-hmm. and he come back, and he looked better. He lost weight, and yeah. he kind of changed his attitude. And you know, I left some comments for him. I said. Rudy, watch it, brother. You're going right back to where you was at. And I know, you know, you do this for a living. Yeah. But, and, you know, he's kind of a lighthearted guy. And I love the guy to death. I think he's a pure, uh, he's got a pure heart. Yeah. He just wants to help people. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's, his whole thing is prepping. So he's really got to be careful. But, right. you know, I think our community should pray for Rudy. He's helped a lot of people. And, uh, right. You know, pray for his health. Definitely, his, uh, definitely. Yeah, it, it, it's been a minute. It's been a minute since I reached out to him, so I need to reach out to him and have him come on and talk it up a little bit, man. And, and, and that's why with the hangout with uh, Tom and, uh, and and my man, like the goal was to get some people together so that I'm not forced to just focus on you know negative news. I can actually just have some good fellowship slash some good comedy, some good laughs. The goal was to make sure we laugh as much as possible. Of course, within context of what we're trying to talk about as best we could, but like just bring some laughter to this, like, you know, trying to shake things up just because, you know, you know, if you're alive and you have everything provided for you, God is still good. And there's opportunity for anything that, that you still have as far as your ambitions, your dreams. I mean, so like that's another thing, like, you know, the older I get, I realize the harder it is to dream, like to dream about or dream as easy as when we were kids. You know what I'm saying? It's it, it shift now, the priority shift now. And so just the, the kid nature of us, you know, I don't want to lose that completely. I still got a little bit of kid in me. And so I want to tap into that every now and then. <laughs> Are you and Tom and uh, the other guy, you guys still going to do those? Oh, so, so, Tom, so Tom has the coming conflict. He's on Rumble now. He's doing his things pretty big on, he do it every other day. And I haven't talked to Dre in a minute because he he went out of town and came back had a lot of work so it's been a minute but I will I probably try to reunite reunite the band and uh, see what we can do one of these days but I haven't talked to uh, Dre in a yeah. minute so but it was it was fun to hang out with the fellas. You know, Tom he gets a little bit you know on on the, the political side a little too much but he's a smart young man yeah. and I love his passion you know he, he's passionate about what he. Uh, he believes in it. And, you know, I like that show. Sometimes it got a little too political. Yeah. But but I really like that show. And, of course, I love you and Mario. What happened last week with you and Mario? Thursday didn't work out. And then you said Friday too? Or yeah, no. So Thursday didn't work out because he – cause so he I think Thursday hit me up and said, you know, last was, – was scheduled to go Friday. But he had a, another appointment, like, you know, for his eyes. So he had a follow-up appointment. But, yet as of now, we're scheduled for this Friday. Okay. So we should be, good, should, should be good to go. So, But it should be back on the popping. Oh, yeah. Of course, we'll have more to talk about. Say that again? I won't take any more time, Mike. Appreciate I just, you, man. Uh, 
I miss the shows. I'm glad you're back. I love you, man. You've helped a lot of people and just uh, hang in there and uh, keep your eyes on Jesus, brother. 100%, man. Appreciate your call. Thanks for calling in. All right, bye. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Man, man, man. Um, Yeah, so just having more lighthearted conversations. You know, how often do we get a chance to, you know, talk about our dreams and ambitions and, you know, like just things that's on our heart outside of the things that we are required to take care of. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I want I love tapping into stuff like that. So I'm gonna try to do more of that. Get back into my inner kid, get into my inner six, six kid. Um, all right. Well, we have that 50 minute mark, man. I don't want to hold you guys up any longer. It's getting late. And I also got to make some last minute moves. But um, as always, man, I appreciate you guys blessing me with your time. Um and uh commenting and chipping in and things of that nature and so if you haven't as i always say hit that thumbs up button show your love for the channel and uh we'll be back at it tomorrow i'm gonna try my best to do them every day man just because i love being able to connect and it's a relief to, to kind of end the night just just getting all this stuff out of me that i've been because i talked to myself all throughout the day about what i'm gonna say what i'm gonna do so it's good to be able to uh, get this stuff out of me and uh, I appreciate you guys for listening and, and chipping in and help, help add along to it. So, all right, my good people, be blessed, be safe, and I will see you guys on the flip side. Peace.